Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. In this episode, I'm going to tell you how you can eat whatever the hell you want and still lose weight. And I promise this is not clickbait. It's real. The concept is called crowding out. And it's a term that was coined by the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, which is where I got my health coaching certification. And it's one of the very first principles that I learned. Crowding out refers to the natural process that happens when you prioritize adding more healthy foods over avoiding unhealthy foods. So the free spirit in me loves this because instead of giving you a list of all the foods that you should be avoiding or a list of, quote, bad foods, which will only make you feel deprived and restricted and frustrated, this method is much more sustainable for long-term success. If you've ever been on a conventional diet, then it's very likely that one of the first rules included a list of foods that you have to avoid. So after about two days, you start to feel what? Groggy, you're feeling this mental fog, you're feeling the effects of detoxing, which occur, especially if you're eliminating something cold turkey that you consumed a lot of, like sugar or carbs or caffeine. The withdrawals are real. Like I remember when I tried to do like no carb or something years and years ago, and I would like dream about cookies. I literally would have dreams that cookies were real and they would fucking talk to me. <laughs> That's how much I was depriving myself and that's how much I was withdrawing and craving for a fucking cookies. So the withdrawals are real. It's it's not just in your head. And I also talked about cravings in the last episode. In that episode I mentioned the connection between our brains and our gut and how that affects cravings and it's it's a real phenomenon. It's not just happening. Like you're not just imagining things. Back to this episode. So you go on this conventional diet, it's restricting all the things that you enjoy, all the things that you've been eating for a very long time. So now your body is like, well, what the fuck is going on here? And you end up miserable. And then you say, fuck it and fall off the wagon. And all of your progress goes out the window because that's just what happens when you try to adhere to these very strict food rules and restrictions. They're not sustainable. Depriving yourself of foods that you genuinely enjoy is not a long-term sustainable solution to weight loss or to better health. With crowding out, the idea is that you're gradually adding in healthier options to your plate rather than taking away options from your plate. So that just inherently feels better and more empowering when you think about it. In order to work, your health and your weight loss journey needs to be focused on lifestyle changes and things that you can realistically do for the rest of your life. Not just for the next two weeks, not just until the wedding, not just until the vacation, for the rest of your life. 
Because if it's not something that you can do for the rest of your life, odds are it's not a good plan for you. And as soon as you go back to whatever you were doing before, whether it's eating unhealthy or not exercising consistently, once you fall off that wagon, you've just wasted your time. And you're probably going to judge yourself or beat yourself up over it and go on a fuck it binge. So while most conventional diets come with this long list of prohibitive foods, when you use the crowding out method by adding more whole foods, vegetables, and nutrient-dense foods onto your plate, your cravings for less healthy foods are going to naturally and gradually diminish since there's literally less room in your stomach to consume the unhealthy foods. In case you're wondering, what the fuck are whole foods? Isn't that a grocery store? Yes. And whole foods are generally characterized as foods that have not been processed, refined, or had ingredients added to them. So instead of trying desperately to avoid all the things that you may crave because your body is just so used to having it in its system, you're instead focusing on increasing the amount of healthy foods that you eat. And what this does is it creates a positive framework for implementing lasting change, which is what we all want at the end of the day. I mean, after a while, we all get tired of the back and forth and the yo-yo dieting and the roller coaster ride of different diet plans and these methods of losing weight. All that's doing is teaching your body how to gain and lose weight over and over again, which is awful on your metabolism and it just keeps slowing it down. As a weight loss coach, I rarely recommend permanently eliminating foods from your diet unless you're allergic or you have a medical reason that requires you to avoid certain foods or food groups. If it's a matter of having to work on having more self-discipline around food and learning how to make healthier choices, how to eat in moderation and how to only eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full, that's where crowding out really comes in handy because you're not punishing yourself by eliminating foods that you enjoy eating. You can still have that slice of cake at a birthday party if you've made healthy choices around it. You can still eat pizza. You can still have pasta. The only thing you're doing here is literally creating a little less room on your plate and in your stomach, hence crowding out the less healthy foods. This helps you achieve a more balanced diet. Another benefit of this method is that you'll find that your palate will become more sensitive, which ultimately helps you learn to appreciate a greater variety of healthy options. Also, as your body gets used to eating healthier foods, you'll find that you'll start to crave those foods. This also applies to increasing your water intake, to starting a new exercise program that you actually enjoy. Once you establish that new baseline, your body starts to crave healthier choices. Your body will start to crave vegetables once you find the ones you enjoy eating. I promise you this. This is coming from a very picky eater. It happens gradually, but if you don't give up on yourself, you'll get there. Establishing the new baseline is where it gets a little tricky. That's when it feels like you're pushing a boulder uphill, and that's why you can't give up in the middle of the climb. What ends up happening a lot of the time is that shit gets hard, you have a bad day, and you say fuck it and you quit. And then you roll all the way back down to the bottom of the hill. That's what we want to avoid. That feeling of disappointment in ourselves. That feeling of 
damn, I wasn't able to maintain this new thing. That's what we want to avoid. And that's why this method is such a powerful one, because it's not an extreme plan with a pass or fail grade at the end. You're not saying I'm never going to eat chocolate again. You're not saying I'm never going to drink wine again. You're not saying I'm never going to eat pizza again. What you are saying is I'm going to add in a small green salad before I eat the pizza. You will find that if you fill yourself up with a small salad, you won't overindulge and eat five slices of pizza. There's a big difference in how you eat pizza if you come into the experience with some salad in your stomach versus coming into it starving after not having eaten anything for the past eight hours. Trust me, I know this. I love pizza. But when I learned this method and I started applying it, it makes such a difference. You can also apply this to drinking, right? Drinking alcohol. I I love drinking wine, but I always drink water first. And I also drink water while I'm drinking wine. That's another way of crowding out. And drinking water while you drink alcohol of any kind will help you not get a hangover. That's just a little bonus tip there. But it's, it's also crowding out, right? Because this puts the control back in your hands, Instead of you being controlled by a strict or restrictive diet plan that leaves you feeling hungry and miserable. So here's how you can start using the crowding out method in your daily diet starting today. Tip number one is to drink more water. I know I just said the thing about water and alcohol, but I'm always going to say drink more water. You're going to hear me say drink water a lot. Still, just, just get used to it. And if you're not drinking enough water, you need to start today. Sometimes what we experience as cravings or as hunger is actually your body's misunderstood signals of dehydration. So you may think you're hungry, but you're really just thirsty. A really great way to just figure out if you're genuinely hungry is to have a glass of water first and then just wait 10 to 20 minutes to see if you're still hungry. Sometimes we feel a little something that seems like a hunger pang and we think it's time to eat. When really, you might just need some water. If after waiting a little bit, you're still feeling hungry, then you'll know that it's time to eat and you'll start with what? The healthier food choice first. The vegetable, the salad, even the piece of fruit. Also, by increasing your water intake, it will naturally reduce your desires for other sugary drinks and snacks between your meals, especially if you tend to drink sodas, even diet sodas, or lots of coffee throughout the day. I used to really struggle with water because I didn't like the taste of it. So I had to start by tricking myself with flavored water and fruit infused water and really cold water. But the amazing thing about our bodies is that once you get used to it, once you establish a new baseline, you'll start to crave more water. You won't be running to the bathroom every five minutes after a few weeks, I promise. And you'll be less inclined to drink that big cup of coffee with a bunch of sugar in it so that you can avoid that 2 p.m. slump in the middle of the day. Tip number two in implementing the crowding out method is to eat the healthiest foods on your plate first. So if you first eat a salad or raw vegetables or cooked vegetables, you're going to be less likely to overconsume the starchy foods or the dessert afterwards. You'll still be able to enjoy whatever that is but you're not going to overindulge. That's the key here. What I love about crowding out is how much it helps us to get in touch with our body's natural rhythms. You'll really start to learn how to be more intuitive with your body by following this. Tip number three is plan ahead. 
Planning what you're going to eat in advance is so important. And it's really going to help you when it comes to implementing this method of adding healthier foods into your lifestyle. This includes packing healthy snacks in your bag so that you're not going to the vending machine once that mid-afternoon slump hits. And also keeping healthy snacks and fruits and vegetables in your kitchen and getting rid of the foods that aren't good for you so that they're not accessible. So this means packaged, processed, and sugary foods that trigger your cravings. When you plan ahead, you won't let yourself get to the point of being hangry and mindlessly overeating or stopping at McDonald's because you waited too long to eat. If you already have some healthy snacks on hand or if you just always keep healthy snacks in your house, you're setting yourself up for success. And by planning in advance, you won't have to waste brain power trying to figure out what the fuck to eat. Tip number four is expand your grocery shopping list to include more vegetables. Instead of focusing on what you can't have or what you shouldn't have, work on including more nutrient-rich foods that are going to help your body thrive. Honestly, anything that grows from the ground is going to be good for your body. It's going to be easily digestible for you and it's going to be a healthier option than anything that you ever find in processed or packaged foods. So you can start by experimenting with different flavors, different recipes, ways of preparing foods, because you'll never know unless you try something new. For example, there are so many different ways to prepare vegetables. I personally prefer to eat my vegetables raw. I don't love the taste of cooked vegetables or even steamed vegetables, but I wouldn't have known that if I wouldn't have tried a few different options. Just approach this with an open mind. Start with just trying out one new food or one new vegetable every week for one month and just see what happens. Tip number five is to seek out healthy alternatives to your favorite foods. So once you start looking around, you're going to be amazed to find how many foods are both healthy and taste really good. So if you're like me and you have a sweet tooth, try dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate. Dark chocolate just has more nutritional value in it and it has antioxidants and less sugar. And because it's rich and slightly bitter, I eat it slowly so I'm less likely to overindulge. Another thing I love to do is to dip my fruit in dark chocolate. So dark chocolate covered strawberries, bananas, oranges, pineapples. I love it all. So just try different substitutes, different alternatives, and see how they taste for you and the effect that it has on your body once you start to get away from the packaged foods and more into the natural and healthy alternatives. The point isn't to try to fool yourself into liking something you don't like. The point is to just explore new possibilities of more nutritious foods. My last tip is to just go at your own pace. Strict diets are unrealistic and don't work because they're not sustainable over the long term. The crowding out method can take some time. It's not something that you're going to start doing today and see results tomorrow. It's a process that can be really enjoyable and that will allow you to learn a lot about yourself. A lot more than if you went on a restrictive and complicated ass diet. You'll realize that you can still enjoy the foods that you really like without overindulging and without beating yourself up over eating a damn cookie or a slice of pizza or a bowl of pasta. You're taking control of your health by front-loading your food choices with healthier choices so that then you can be free to enjoy whatever's left over 
if you're still hungry. So even though crowding out can take some time, it's so much more effective than the conventional way of dieting. The best thing about learning how to crowd out is that it doesn't ever have to mean going without. It's about choosing to do the things that are going to get you closer to your goals first. That's really all crowding out is about. And then everything else eventually starts to balance out. And that's why I love this concept. That's all for today. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.